Hello and welcome to the Villa Talks podcast. Welcome to the pre-match social. Sorry, it's been a while uh, since we've been on your airwaves, but we're back. I'm back with Sam, Carl and AJ. Um, I've not been well, unfortunately. Just man flu. That's nothing serious. And the kids haven't been well, so it's been pretty hectic at the uh, Iqbal household. So I haven't had time or any opportunity really to, to do a pod of any sort. But we're back uh, stronger than ever. The boys are, are looking in good form. Carl especially is looking in good form. He's uh, he's he's using the Riverside app, which is the which is the uh, software that we use to record this, and he's looking, as Asia just said, very well lit. Um, yeah, looks looks professional, mate. Not, not like how when the young people say well lit, which would mean he was like a bit drunk and that, or, or high perhaps, but just well, could be, I mean, could be. in a very yeah. in a very literal sense, in that it looks like he's got good lighting. That's good lighting, yeah. lighting, yeah. Don't don't rule out either the other things either. To be fair, ten past ten past nine on a Tuesday at the end of the day. Yeah. That'd be a pretty good pod, know, though, wouldn't we're it? Missing the end of bake, we're missing the end of Bake Off, lads. We've timed this badly. All oh, right, yeah. Mm. Sorry, I'm saying that'd be a pretty good pod if um, if you were high on a Tuesday night and recording this. <laughs> Maybe so, next time. Let's just, let's just say I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> for any for any any police listening, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. Jam pack show, obviously, because we've been we've been I haven't been around for for a few weeks, so uh, we're gonna do the usual uh, news uh, some from the Standard Villa Park, so the news stories of, of the last couple of weeks. We'll do uh, some we'll do the hero and villain of the week. We'll do vital statistics, and then we'll do some Villa Vault as well. Uh, and within that will be the review of the Wolves game. Obviously, we don't really want to talk about it too much, but we we'll, we have to um, preview of the Arsenal game. And then a look, uh, and then a look forward. To, well, look back actually. Sorry to a previous encounter between the two sides as well, uh, and some quiz questions as always. Bit of trivia. Uh, so should we uh, should we crack on then? Shall we? Um, right. So it's uh, from the stands of Villa Park. So new stories of the week. Uh, well, firstly, Bailey's still injured. What a surprise. Fucking <laughs> hell. He's, lo- he's loading, isn't he? In loading. fact, he wasn't even loaded, was he? He wasn't, no. he wasn't even back loading. He's just yeah, not we... ticking enough boxes, is he? That's the problem. Just needs to tick yeah, those boxes. Not, not ticking enough medical boxes. <laughs> what? Is someone giving him a pen? Is he not? Is he missing oh, no, a pen? No, he's not what he is. <laughs> You've, you've ticked the wrong box, Leon. You says you're not fit. <laughs> under, under weaknesses, you put eczema. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule out him him being, uh, you know, benched for eczema at some point this year. To be honest, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's still injured. Maybe we're a bit harsh on Ashley Priest. I think um, maybe yeah, it was a. It was. <laughs> it was ruptured. Ruptured. Blah, blah. Maybe it was ruptured. Um, but yeah, I don't know when he'll be back. <laughs> there's no, there's no <laughs> point even guessing. There's great, no point even. Great news segment, this mate. <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no point in guessing, really, is there? Because the new, the news is the status hasn't changed. The status hasn't changed. No, but I thought it'd be back. I thought it'd be back now. It's not yeah, a long term injury, lads. That's not a long term injury. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, other news. Um, so a bit of fixture fixture news. Uh, changes of obviously over the Christmas break and the new year with uh, TV times uh, changing. Amazon Prime in particular. Uh, meaning our games have changed. Um, I'm not going to go through all the games and go through all the different times, but uh, most of the games have been moved to sort of later in in that same day or the next day uh, to make way. And there's a couple of games on, on Amazon Prime as well. Um, so six changes in total. Um, hopefully you haven't made any many plans and booked your trains yet. But uh, those changes. Uh, other news, uh, under 23s um, beat Birmingham City. Local derby, 2-1. Yes. Did anyone anyone see anyone see any of the? I saw the goals, but anyone see any of the any of the highlights? I don't think you could watch no, it. No, I only saw the goals myself. I only saw the goals. Yeah, quite funny. Um, Neil Etheridge was in goal. Uh, obviously, Blues mm. fans. I don't know if you remember when we signed Martinez, were giving us a lot of stick because they signed Neil Etheridge at the time, who we were linked with as well. Yeah. And uh, apparently, he was a better signing, but he's playing as under twenty threes, which is good to and know. And losing. And losing. And losing. Yeah. Um, and letting in letting in two goals from a player who was known as trialist. One try, yeah, <laughs> signed, well, signed, signed his uh, signed his professional yeah, contract, didn't he? Yeah. And he scored a brace. So uh, uh, brace inspired Aston Villa victory to, to uh, in the second city derby. The headline reads, but uh, yeah, excellent, excellent victory, um, good win. Boom City, you know, decent youth setup. Let's be honest. So 
good win. Jordan... I, um, I had I had a look at his Instagram actually, and it's a pretty good hit rate because he's literally only got two pictures on his grid. And one is him signing a professional deal at Villa, and then the next one is him scoring a brace against the Blues. So that's, that's you know, that's you should all just, the, leave you it just stop leave there. It. That's you yeah. know, well, every, maybe every bit look forward to the third one. Look on forward there. to the third one. It might be his, yeah. maybe his first team debut, scoring a hat trick. Mm. Um, Jordan Graham missed a penalty for them. Was that the same Jordan Graham you played Villa? Yeah, yeah. He played for Walls as well, didn't he? He's been all over the shop now, and he's obviously ended up on the. Um, Shit heap, a scrap of shit heap of Birmingham City, which is where um, all of our ex lads. What, what was what was quite funny? Um, I saw in the um, in the week when they played West Brom. Was it on Friday? Did they play yeah. West Brom? Friday. Yeah. Um, they were um, booing Sam Johnson and calling him sort of a Villa reject, despite having three Villa ex Villa players in their own team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I I thought. I thought. By the way, I thought. I thought Scott Hogan played fairly well on uh, on that game. It was a bit unlucky. I thought. <laughs> Weirdly, no, talking of Villa, maybe, they're, maybe they're not just not playing to his strengths, mate. Yeah, I think that was it. I think yeah, he worked. Made the runs, didn't he? Made the runs. Um, mm. Made the runs and just made, no one found him. No one found him. What a shame for him. It's been happening so long now. I feel bad for him. Um, and the only other bit of news: um, updated COVID protocols. I didn't really get this one. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm guessing that they're. Um, they're bringing getting people getting people used to it, so that when they do bring it as a, you know, you yeah, it's compulsory. You have to have have to be double jabbed or have a negative test. But they they well, brought it they brought it in and then they said, oh, we're not going to stop anyone coming in. So it didn't really make any sense. I mean, I went in at about quarter to three in a fairly consistent stream of people, and I did not see a single person get stopped or checked or anything. So if they are practicing for if and when they need to check, they weren't doing a very good job of it. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, we don't need to get into all the case rates and all of that sort of thing, but I assume there will be some more restrictions incoming on large events like football, like football uh, matches. Uh, there needs to be, in my opinion. Um, uh, so they probably should be practising for it, but uh, it, I didn't see any evidence of it. Mm. It's not that sort of pod, AJ. Let's, let's move on from... Um... We could do. We could That's do that. Right. We, could do that we could do that kind oh, of pod. epidemiology talks podcast. <laughs> we should. <laughs> maybe. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Yeah. Uh, we barely have enough time to record this one. Never mind another one. Um, and sorry, one other bit of news. Because um, obviously we've been away for a few weeks. This was announced last week, I think. Uh, Caleb Chukwemeka, PL Premier League Two Player of the Month for his excellent performances. I think. I think he's looked really good. I've been quite impressed with mm. him. He's obviously he's massive compared to the rest of the under twenty threes, um, but just his his dribbling and his uh, calmness and coolness on the ball, composure. <clears throat> he looks a good 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 prospect, good player. He's obviously been playing um, first team football for Northampton as well, so he's. I don't know if it's a step up or a sideways step or whatever, but good option there potentially in uh, hopefully maybe next season, depending on if he goes out on loan or is knocking on the door. Another good another good player to uh, to be involved in the first team squad. I think you're talking us down a bit there, mate. I'd definitely say we're a step up from Northampton Town. No, I mean, our under-23s, I mean. I'm just joshing with you, mate. Come on. All oh, right, it's too early. It's too early for that. Too late for that, sorry. It is what time. This is quite early for us, though, isn't it? Normally we're recording. It is, yeah. It's an early start. Early start for us, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and that's it, really. That's your, your news of the last couple of weeks. Um, so let's uh, push on then. And it's time for Hero and Villain of the Week. Carl, you're up, mate. Okay. Um, so I think the hero of the week's a fairly simple one. Um, uh, Super John McGinn. Um, he was brilliant. Um, he's probably in the form of his uh, villa life uh, at the moment. I can't remember him putting as many good performances in a row that he has done this season so far. Um, and... Uh, the rumours of sort of Manu being after him um, when they, for a time, seemed a bit ridiculous because he was <clears throat> he looked he looked um, fat and uh, <laughs> not particularly good uh, for for a while there. But um, he's, he's been brilliant, and I thought he was excellent. I felt really really sorry for him um, that he was on the the losing sides um, on Saturday. 
day before um, his birthday as well, wasn't it? I know. Or two I days. Know. Before two it. days. It was the Monday, wasn't it? His yeah. birthday. Um, so yeah. So yeah. Super John McGinn got um, Hero of the Week. I, I actually didn't have any other um, nominees for that. It was quite an easy choice. I don't know whether you yeah. guys. No, it's a, it was a bad week, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Um, I, I was thought at... Douglas Louise played well. Yeah, to be yeah. Fair. Dougie did. Yeah. Uh, probably not. Probably not hero level playing well. But I thought he played. I thought he played. Well, well. I, I think I think him and uh, him and, and McGinn have been Cons- excellent. I thought Consa was all right as well. But um, yeah, yeah, McGinn McGinn stood out. Um, I've got some numbers if you'd like to back up your uh, Hero of the Week choice with some data, mate. If you, if you... I mean, Always. I'd, lo- Always. I'd love that. I mean, yeah. I, to be fair, I don't put much thought into it. I just pick a name out of thin air and just, just go for it. And I, I don't care what anyone thinks, but yeah, lovely. Yeah. If, you, if you want to throw some stats at it, do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he had 58 touches, which was which was third. And sort of the higher ones were, you know, your Mings and, and people at the back who are just passing it around be- between them. Uh, 11 pressures, which was second in the team. Four tackles, which was actually first in the in the team. Uh, seven shot creating actions, which was which was first. Uh, and obviously one one assist and one goal, one goal creating action as part of that as well, which was obviously first um, uh, as well. So uh, quite a few metrics uh, there where he was high. Um, is, well. is, sorry, know, is, goal, is, goal, of... is goal creating action the same as an assist? What? Goal create an action is uh, well. If you get an assist, you get one. But it's also if you're earlier in the move, one one pass before. Right. So okay. you get a goal create an action uh, for the two uh, passes or moves or whatever they are that contribute to right. the sorry to the goal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I have explained that before, mate. I know. Yeah. I, I couldn't quite remember. Regular sorry. regular listeners will know. But, you know. Perhaps we've got some some new listeners or some hosts that that don't pay attention. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> Although, on, sorry. Fair, it was a redu- it was a redundant stat, given he only had one of those and one assist in yeah. that case. That's why I thought. Yeah, that's why I was asking. But okay. fair Go enough. Is uh, yes, yeah. I think he's also te- to be fair. I know, mate. I know it's not a Scotland uh, pod, but uh, he was unbelievable for Scotland against Israel, scoring that last minute winner as well. Um, so I think he's playing the best football of his life. And if you were going to be even more specific about Hero of the Week, you'd probably go for John McGinn's ass. Because uh, the, the way he uses it to, to roll, uh, you know, defenders and uh, just, you know, he's not the biggest guy in the world, is he? He's about five foot ten. Um, and I know you, you were saying he's a bit chubby, but I don't know about that. But it, he really does use his frame to its full effect. And he's, he's, got, that, he's got that balance, hasn't he? And he's got that low centre of gravity. And he keeps possession when you, you, you know, when you think that he's going to get hustled off it. Uh, in a way that I think Buendia can hopefully learn a bit because uh, it would be nice to see him hold on to the ball a bit more when he's under pressure. But yeah, no, I thought McGinn was absolutely incredible on Saturday. And uh, yeah, those stats would seem to back it up. I suppose the only thing the stats don't mention is that oh, it was just a shame when he got caught in possession on the edge of our box when he just really needed to put it in row Z. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but, but what I would say, I was going to mention that as the only black mark against it, but what I would say is about five minutes before... He did pretty much the same thing in the in the but more central actually, so arguably mm. a more dangerous place to do it. But did actually manage to get mm. out, and that led to a quite dangerous break for yeah. us. So uh, I guess you know the situation of the game was a bit different. It was a bit later, and maybe it was a different time, and he shouldn't have taken that risk. But I think you know it, it's easy with hindsight to say he shouldn't have done it because he, he did give it away. But the time before when he did it, he did manage to get away, and it led to a break. So I. You know, I, I guess I sort of forgive him that a Definitely. little bit. And plus, that that mistake led to a corner that we conceded from. You know, there were still other opportunities for us to prevent that. There's, there's a lot like, that went wrong after. Oh god, that. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not. It didn't directly lead to the goal, no. did it? No. But but talking about his arse, I mean the 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 build up to his assist was the perfect example of that. The way he rolled mm. the defender there, and then that cross Beauty. was. You know, on his on his right, right foot, yeah. that little dink cross, and also brilliant from Ings, like classic strikers, sort of uh, step away. The defenders are all retreating, and you just pause and get that little yard of space. Um, and then, yeah, it was a it was a really good header, and I was right behind the the <coughs> line of it. So as soon as he headed it, I, I knew it was in. Um, so I mean, that was you know, it was happy days at that. Oh, wasn't it? Just it didn't last. 
Was, is your Carl, is your villain of the week Wolves Villa Wolves related or do you want to talk about the match now? Um it it is Villa Wolves right. um related okay. because to be quite honest I'm still not over it. Um, no, I'm not I'm not I'm really still, I'm still really angry. Um, my my boss is a Wolves fan so I, I did get yeah. reminded of it a little bit today in the office. Yeah, so I'll I'll move on to Villa. Actually before I go on to Villa let me just make it very clear I'm not saying John McGinnis fat now. I was saying <laughs> last year he looked a bit overweight. Yep. If I, if me and John McGinn take our tops off and stand next to each other and say which one of us is fat, then no, not many people are going to be choosing. Not John many. McGinn. Let me Some. Make that very, very clear. <laughs> yeah, it feels, it feels a little bit like when uh, John Gregory accused you of being yeah. fat yeah, uh, yeah, a little yeah. while ago. So I'm, I'm looking forward to John McGinn's retort. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I love him. He's, I've just made him my hero of the week. So, no, good. You know. I, I think well, well deserved. Well deserved. I think he's yeah. been excellent. You know, six months ago, if someone said, "Oh, my United are going to bid fifty, sixty million for my United, for, for McGinn," I would have been like, "Well, yeah, might, might take that." And yeah. I think he's as, Should, him and Louise especially have been mm. fantastic. Should he be captain? That, that's my wow. question. And perhaps that might lead on to villain of the week. Well, know. well, actually, actually, it nearly did. And I'm going to have oh. to go, right. So. I didn't choose Tyrone Mings, even though if anyone was involved, you know, I mean, the WhatsApp group, that's why you, I presume you would have assumed I was going to go for Mings with how, how, how harsh maybe I was on Mings. Um, but he was a nominee, and I'm going to quickly just talk about my feelings on Mings. Um, firstly, I love him. I really love him. Um, and I think he's possibly as good a defender as we can get at the moment. Um but what I would say is, from the time he got booked for the ridiculous time wasting, he he single handedly, in my opinion, <clears throat> caused our whole defence to panic, and he was he was encouraging sort of panic. He was he was doing the usually he's shouting, it looks encouraging. It didn't. It just looked like he was berating everyone around him. It's like he completely lost the plot, and I think it all stemmed. Well, I was going to say it all stemmed from that, but I actually don't think it did. There is one thing that I think it completely stemmed from, and someone, I think Danny, I um, can't remember his surname on Twitter, mentioned it. It's the arsehole, the Villa fan, that started singing, the first person who started singing 2-0 on your big day out. Bam, West, Villa West, Park forever. That is where it started yeah. to West go wrong. And they are solely, solely to blame for the defeat. If anyone yeah. can find out who they are, name and shame them on Twitter um, because they should be banned from Villa Park forever. And that's that's who the villain of the week is, that arsehole. I never enjoy, I never join in with any of that because it always gives me uh, flashbacks to uh, a game we've talked about on the pod before when we were beating Tottenham 4-1. Uh, on their special birthday mm. and we were all gleefully singing happy birthday dear Tottenham and then it ended up being 4-4 um, and uh, you know I just oh. Oh, I heard it as soon as I heard it I, I, I audibly said oh for fuck's sake yeah. not yeah. yet that's yeah. a great shout mate yeah, that's a, good a great one. shout good one. it's like, it's like when, uh, when, a sub, when a sub comes on and everyone oh, goes yeah. who? and you know yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean and I remember Dwight Gale scoring against us I think it was Crystal Palace maybe uh, Maybe it might be boxing. Yeah. Whoever he played, it was whoever he played with. He I remember him coming on and everyone going, "Who?" and he scored the winner. And I was like, "Never! I'm never doing that yeah. ever." Um, yeah, so that, that is a, a good shout. shout. That good is shout. A shout but, um, I have to say I didn't. I didn't join in for exactly those good, Tottenham good. flashback. Uh, yeah, Tottenham flashback. Really. I mean, you know, I'd say that in my opinion, um, Tyrone Mings was lucky this this week. Yeah. He has been he's my hero. He's been, yeah, he's been my hero before. So, you know, I'm not the sort of person and I know we're not really allowed to slag Toro Mings off. Um but <laughs> it's a good job you weren't on our WhatsApp group because I was. I wouldn't tag him in it. I'm not I've no interest in saying to him mainly because if you ever saw me he'd smash my face in. I'm not the sort of person that's gonna be tagging him to tweets, slagging him off, but I thought he was a big reason um for why we lost that game. He's our captain. He probably listens cap- to the pod, mate. Yeah, I'm sure, he, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure he does. I mean, uh, you know, as I said, I started it off by saying I, 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 I love I, I, him. So I hope tag, tag, him in the, tag him in the pod, Omar, when you tweet it out so then Carl... I, then no, Carl, thanks. Carl the only thing is... I, I, don't think need, I don't need the hassle, thank he's you. He's a great captain at times, but then there's other times where he shows none of that that you'd need from a captain, and, and that was one of those occasions. And I'm sure he'll be brilliant again on Friday. Um, I, as I said, I don't think... We could hope for a better defender than him, as we where we are at the moment. Um, 
but, I, I would but I would have I was annoyed I would have um, my one of my nominees would have been Watkins to be honest because I thought he ducked that header and that slice clearance as well I thought he was and he was quite he, poor that he game was, and was I mean, villain of the week is a bit strong right clueless. for bad bad performance he was it was just uh, bad it's just I, don't, I mean I'm, I'm villain of the week is a strong label um it doesn't mean that they're evil or you know we hate them or anything it just means who's had a bad bad week basically and, well uh, i haven't i haven't chosen villa player yet for villain of the week you'll have noticed and yeah. i find that really difficult yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think we'll ever will i don't think we ever will i, mean, I just wanted to mention ollie watkins i, I think mean, I, mean, I love ollie watkins he's i think he's one of our most important players um we've had a debate obviously on whatsapp around links to arsenal etc and whether you would sell him or not um i would play him every single game Always, but I just think he was very poor he was. against Wolves and, and, and defensively as well. I think he shirked he, his responsibility. He only, he only completed 55% of his passes against That's terrible, Wolves, That's terrible which isn't is, it? Which is awful. Twanzebe. Wasn't the worst. Twanzebe. Who do you think was worse? Wasn't it? No. Twanzebe was like 90%, but bear in mind, yeah, defenders, it's always, it's always high because they're often just playing it between themselves. Twanzebe uh, terrible. Shit. Let's, let me just make that very clear. He was bad. He was very bad. Um, um, uh, uh, Danny Ings? Target. No. Um, no. Outside. Oh, Cash. Oh, Cash. Matty Cash was... completed 40, 47% oh. of his passes. So he actually gave it away more than he actually he, he tried a fair few crosses and his crosses... What about the shots, lads? Presumably the shots were terrible. Him. Well, let me tell you about... Yeah. Let me tell you about... Yeah, he scored that one goal now, which actually was a great goal, but he probably should have laid it off even when he scored that goal. That was the percentage option. Um, and I think we have an issue with that in general, actually. like We had 14 shots in that game, but only generated 1.1 XG. Like, yeah. we just... You know, and it's all right, Mink, like, McGinn having a shot from the edge of the box and, ooh, over the top or whatever... You know, you talk to Pep or, or Klopp or any of those guys and they are furious at that, their players when they have a shot from the edge of the box if they've got possession. And we've got Danny Ings repeatedly making good runs into the box and then you've got Cash having a ping from the edge. New Scott Hogan. Foot. New Scott Hogan, and Danny Ings. It's just infuriating. We're shooting far too much and taking poor um, quality shots. I don't know if you remember but, that. I tried to put, put um, Villa fans I do remember. shooting to Didier. I do remember. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. and, and none of you's like that. Like I was, you you yeah, all you all shot me down. When, now suddenly, when when you shout shoot though, that's part of just banter, isn't it? And it's usually someone like Marvelous who you don't really want to shoot. Why are we do, Why are we choosing a Villa match which we all want us to win to do a little bit of bants? Just shut the fuck up. Enjoy <laughs> yourself as well, mate. Think- Come on. <laughs> I just on the, the, thing, cr- on- the thing that was disappointing. Go on, Sam. Go on. So AJ, I was just saying about Cashy, right? He was a great outlet uh, for the, in the first half. He he wanted to go past the fullback. He had the pace to take on the fullback, and it and I think that you know that was what made it so frustrating. When I, I can forgive a bad cross, right? There's people are moving around in the box. It's hard to pick a, a, a you know a run out when you when you're at full pelt yourself. I can forgive a cross because you know you're putting it in the area at least, right? But when you cut inside and you're swinging a left foot at it from 35 yards when we've got a four on three, it's completely unforgivable. Completely unforgivable. And, uh, you know, something has to be done about it. I suppose the bigger bigger question for you all, I suppose, is um, do we need to stop relying on cash and target as our main creative players yeah, in this that, formation this is the big i've mentioned it before on the pod so i've had a look at some of the data as well like the, the big issue for me with the well there's a number of issues with the 352 and, and one of them is it feels like smith comes up with a plan and then always sticks for it to it too long uh, both within a game where we've talked before about how he struggles to adjust tactically and one of the big problems yeah we lost our heads but podents came on they changed shape and we did nothing to deal with the fact that he was finding space in between the lines. We needed to change shape to respond. That almost never happens in the game. But similarly, we saw issues with Son in behind the the full, the, the wing backs uh, against Spurs. It's, it's a good system. We talked about how it worked really effectively against Chelsea, against United um, uh, and against Everton uh, as well. But... It doesn't mean you play that system in every in every game. 100%. You've got to adjust to the opposition, and, yeah. and that's something that just doesn't happen enough. But a, a particular thing for me is in that system, your wing backs are such an important creative outlet, and neither of our wing backs 
currently are good enough at it. So if you look at Cash, 3.84 crosses per game uh, this season in the Premier League, which is the ninety the ninety first percentile for uh, for fullbacks. So in the top ten percent in terms of number of crosses, in terms of completed crosses, he's he's at the thirtieth percentile. So he's you know right right down in the bottom third. So he's he's crossing more than everyone, but and and yet completing fewer crosses than than most. And very similar numbers for for target. Um, three point seven three per game, which is eighty eighth percentile. Do we point three two, which is forty first percentile? Are we so? Are we not crossing too much, considering the strikers we have? Yeah, absolutely, like, that, and that's like, part of and that, that, I, I that's mean, part of the problem. It's not necessarily that they are all bad crosses. It's just that we don't no. have someone on the end end of it that's going to be able to convert them into a, a decent chance. Uh, yeah, plus the lack of chemistry currently between Ings and uh, Watkins is is a challenge because I don't think they know which of them's breaking no. into the box and which of them's hanging back. And you know, all right, we've talked about Ings' excellent movement for the for the uh, for the first goal, but um, you know that's not happening often enough. I just don't think they've figured out quite how to play together. I don't think. And I'm not saying this won't come, but at the moment it doesn't feel like they complement each other. No. It, it, it feels like they're two individuals operating in a in a similar space. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, they're not they're not linking up at all. No. You, you sort of saw it in no. the uh, in the uh, the preseason match against Solentine, Solentina, whatever they're called, where they were they were doing a little bit of you know doing some one twos on the edge of the box, were linking up fairly well. But so far, when they've played together in, in the league, they just have not. At all, it's not working. Working at all for me. I, I don't know how you change it. Well, I mean, we'll push. We'll obviously cover the Arsenal game in a second, but <clears throat> for the Arsenal game, I I don't know how you change it. How you change the formation? How you change personnel? Do you still play both of them? I thought Bundia, yes, did lose the ball a number of occasions, but I thought he was our, probably our brightest spark going forward, um, and and it was a much improved player. Yeah. I had the yeah. highest expected assists of any players. That, that was still only 0.4, which is, is not great for for our most attacking out uh, output. But that pass he threaded through for Ings in the first half, which Ings should have should have scored. Um, yeah, it was a lovely pass. Uh, there's no there's no player other player in our team that would have picked yeah. that that yeah. pass. Um, and I can't think of one even in recent years you know you, you're going back to people like Mark Draper and people like that before you start thinking about players who had that quality of, of passing I think like I can't <coughs> Jack, I don't, Gary Parker. Jack yeah those kind of guys like it's not it's not, um, <laughs> it's not something we, we do but I, and I do think you know there was the odd little flick around the corner where he gave it away and he shouldn't have done and stuff like that but it was definitely his, his best game for us so far so there was a bright spot um, a, a bright spot in there the, the other thing I just wanted to mention was and I mentioned it to you guys in the chat earlier was just the lack of the press like when we yeah. talked about how good we were against Chelsea the way we set up in that 3-5-2 we'd allow the centre half of Thiago to have the ball Watkins and Ings would watch the other two centre halves and then as soon as it went into midfield there was an aggressive an aggressive press and we sort of set up like that a <clears> little <throat> bit and certainly to the degree that we were letting Cody have the ball in the same way that we were uh, allowing um, Thiago to have it, but for some reason, and I've got to think it was a, a tactical decision for some for some reason, given the extent of the difference, the press just wasn't there, and, and I, you could see that when you're watching the game on the day, and, and then the stats bear it out as well. In the total, in the whole game, we only had 86 pressures overall, which is only two thirds, a little bit less than two thirds of what we've averaged in the in the six previous games in the Premier League this season. But even more um, uh, noticeable was we only had 16 pressures in the in the attacking third of the pitch, which is less than half of what we've averaged uh, in the other games uh, in this in, in the season. And I don't, I, I just don't get why that was. Um, I do think Wolves are quite, you know, got midfield players who are quite good on the ball and are quite good at playing out. But you know, certainly Chelsea have got that too. So. Um, I don't think that's an issue, uh, really. So I, 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 the press kind of disappeared, and I don't really understand why. Yeah. Um, and a lot of when we've created stuff this year has been from winning stuff high up the, the pitch. We're not really creating in open play very much, and that's a worry. We've not we've not had an xG over two all season. In fact, the highest was one point five, uh, which was the Chelsea game where we didn't score. <laughs> we actually, lost three 0 so it didn't really do us any good. 
Um, and um, yeah, we only generated 1.1 XG in that game, despite for large periods of the game having more of the ball. And so I do think there is a worry about our creativity, about our decision making in the final thirds um, uh, as well. Yeah, no, I I agree. I completely agree. I think uh, you know we 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 said probably at the beginning of the season, or at least a couple of games into the season, that it was going to be an up and down start first half probably. Uh, whilst we found our feet, um, but I do, I do think obviously having players missing, like Sir Bailey, Troy, uh, Buendia being in and out, you know, it hasn't helped matters at all. But you would hope to see some semblance of some rhythm, some pattern in our play, you know, just some sort, you know, shoot, shoot some recovery. We saw all that it was it was only a couple of games away uh, ahead of you know beating Man United, you know, one uh, nil. So it's not like it's been all terrible, but. It's just, I think, the manner of the defeat on Wednesday, the mentality uh, and everything else that went along with that, it's just a little bit unnerving and a little bit concerning. Um, but obviously, we can put it right against Arsenal on uh, on Friday, uh, a ground that we uh, we do enjoy playing at. Um, and Arsenal, obviously, coming back, coming off a uh, last-minute equaliser. Um, I only watched the first half and... Um, they looked pretty much in control, so I was pretty surprised to see them. Palace winning 2-1 when I switched on it uh, on the game second half, and then obviously they scored the equaliser. Um, before we move on to vital statistics, um, how are you? How, how what's the general mood like for you guys in terms of where Villa are at now? I mean, is it is it something something you expected for us to be in a situation where we're sort of mid table ish and not really? Getting a run of results together, or do you expect us to now be pushing on? What, what do you think? I, um, in, where we are in the table is about where I expected us to be at, at this stage. Probably not. I couldn't. I didn't expect us to be much further ahead, and I wouldn't have really accepted being much further down the table. But about, I'd say about par. Um, it's it's just re- it's really weird because before the Wolves game, I was actually feeling quite. Buoyant um, and for and and could see us beating anyone, and I thought we'd beat Wolves and I thought we'd beat them comfortably. And I have I can't remember the last time I went into a game against Wolves. So let's face it, for the last few years have been far better than us. Um, maybe we not. were we were beating them comfortably no, for seventy minutes. No, yeah, I, know. Um, I, I, I know. still can't believe it. I can't. I cannot believe. Eighty first minute. Eighty minutes. I was. 80th minute story. I was just like, well, yeah, I'm, this is so comfortable. We weren't comfortable. No, no we weren't comfortable. No, no, no true, were, no, but, true. You know. No, I think maybe mid 70s they started coming into the game a lot more. But still, I, I was never, I was never, never entered my mind that they would beat a three two. No. I, it was just, it was like a it was like the game they, was sort of petering out. Even when they scored the first one, I still thought, well, we'd probably see it. Out. I, yeah. I think when the first mm. one went in, I started to have the horrors, um, and. It, it, it was just the manner of it. It was the, it, it was how we just completely folded. Now I'm really yeah. worried, and it it shouldn't be. Twenty minutes of football shouldn't comp- change the way I feel completely about how our start has been and, and our next few games. I mean, having said that, if you give me any fixture from the league that I want to play next, I think I'd choose Arsenal at the Emirates. <laughs> yeah, genuinely would, because. Um, I think I'd I think I'd choose Norwich at home no, to be honest. No, but... that's the sort of, <laughs> I'm with AJ. That's the sort of game we would lose. That's that's what we're like. We'd lo- would lose that one two one. I just think go to Arsenal. We're not expected to win, but we will, and we're we're back on cloud nine again. Bold. Yeah, we're we're up to ninth, and suddenly everything looks a little yeah. rosier, doesn't it? I need and, it. And then, I know... need it because I'm still furious. Yeah, I am. I am as well. Sam, your uh, your feeling at the moment? Yeah, I think um, you know after the Man United game, I was I was really really uh, optimistic, and I, I feel really gutted because obviously, you know, if we'd have got the three points on Saturday, which right up until eighty minutes it looked like we were going to quite comfortably, you know, we're two points off fourth. Uh, we're going to the Emirates, and you're thinking, God, we're, you know, we're we're really in touch here, and we we just keep the momentum going. Instead of that, the players. Morale is on the floor. There's been inquests in the changing room, and, uh, and now we've got to go to Arsenal. And all of a sudden, it, it, you know, it seems like a tough place to go. And, and, I, and I just think it was a bit like Spurs. You know, we went to Spurs, and everyone's expecting us to win. But, but because of our result against Man U, and I just think that often the, the next game 
our feeling about the next game is a function of the game that we've just had, which is probably not really the right way to look at it. But I can't see us getting a win on Friday night. I just can't. I just think, you know, they've, they've probably been buoyed by their uh, last-minute equaliser. I know we won there last year, but I just, I just think they're going to turn us over. I think that Smith could do something about that. I, I, I would pick the five three two. I'd bring Ramsey back in. I'd say go out there and play and press like you did against Manu away. Um, I, I agree with you, Omar. I think Wendy had his best game. I was really encouraged by some of the flashes of uh, quality on the ball. That you know he's probably the only player in our colours that that could produce those sorts of uh, moments. But I honestly would go five three two. Same as against Manu, press them, and I consider bringing Howes in for Tunzebi to be honest, because Tunzebi's, he can't defend as well as Howes, and his distribution on Saturday was absolutely mind-bogglingly awful. So I think he needs a rest. And, and mm. I think Howes did nothing to deserve uh, being benched. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, let's move on to the, the Arsenal game then, um, as we've started talking about it. Um, as always, we'll, we'll start off with uh, some vital statistics. Vital statistics, ladies and yeah! So AJ, yeah, on you, mate. Let's let's preview the Arsenal game. Give us the, give us the big stats ahead of the game. Well, so that's a, another long running one, isn't it? Going all the way back to the Woolwich Arsenal uh, days. One hundred and ninety seven games, sixty nine wins and 83, 83 losses. Um, but on the plus side, we have won the last three without conceding a goal against Arsenal. Mm. So if we're going to be looking for positives, and I know Carl's feeling positive. Um, we have won three on the bounce uh, without uh, without conceding a goal. Um, and Ollie Watkins has a very good uh, record as well. He's scored three times against uh, against Arsenal. So um, you know maybe he hasn't um, quite delivered this season as much as last season as we've talked about. Although I have looked at his stats and his underlying numbers are, are pretty are pretty good still, or at least as good as they were last year. Um, but before those three games that we um, won without conceding a goal, uh, we had lost seven in a row in all competitions. Now, of course, some of that was when Arsenal Good. was a genuine top four, a genuine top four team, uh, and they're not, they're not anymore. Um, but across those seven games, we averaged less than half a goal per game, and they averaged over three a game. So a genuine seven-game run of pastings, including. <clears throat> Uh, the four nil pasting in the cup final, which I paid 120 Whoa. notes for the benefit of going to go to that, watch. Remember that well. Um, no, me too. Yeah, and Carl Carl went off home in a in a grump. Uh, went got straight on the train and went home. So mm. um, I uh, I had a few beers in in London with with Carl's uh, yeah. friends. Yeah, I so uh, was, I, I went back good. to King's Eve and watched um, a Daft Punk tribute band uh, tribute act in Hare and Hounds. It was absolutely <laughs> arsehole. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably better. Probably better. Um, uh, in the Premier League era, we've uh, got 11 wins and 28 losses, 14 draws, and a goal difference of minus 45. Wow. Uh, and once again, like in most of these, uh, uh, all of the top scorers in the fixture pretty much are Arsenal players. Who do you think they are? Um, right. Wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wright's in at number Henry. three. Henry. Seven goals. Henry. Henry. Henry is top with Pires. 12. Pires is uh, joint uh, fourth with four. Van Persie. There's... No, Van Persie's on three. Adebayo. He's not quite in the top ones. You're missing someone who always scores against us regardless of who he plays for and played a lot for Arsenal. Good-looking man. Oh, Giroud. Giroud. Yeah. yeah. Giroud. Eight goals for him. Um, what a sort though. He's a good Merson looking as well. man, isn't he? He's a great looking guy. <laughs> genuinely, looking guy. genuinely gorgeous. He's a, he's a sexy man. Uh, but one of the guys who has scored four goals against us, I don't think you would ever guess in a million Is he years. as gorgeous as Giro? No. <laughs> Nicholas Bentner? No. Ra- rangy midfielder that they were hoping was going to be the next Patrick. Oh, uh, Gilberto Silva? Silva? No. No. No, he scored Rangy. against us. He scored against us at um, Villa Park in the two-two. Diaby. Diaby. Abu Diaby. Four goals. It's probably the only four goals he, he's ever scored. He owns Man City now, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> that's a shit he's joking <laughs> fucking hell that's terrible <laughs> it's not even right <laughs> but then in the list you've got people like Dwight York and people like that but already Ollie Watkins is in there at three so he's only got to get a couple more and he's he's up that list into fourth spot so hopefully we'll do that on Friday um, but they've they've drawn their last two obviously against Palace and Brighton um, XG wise they did actually batter uh, Palace but the two goals that they conceded both came from midfielders giving it away against the press I think Thomas Partey does not look a £45 million player for me I know he was very good uh, in Spain but a bit like uh, Saul in his game against us he seems to struggle against a, a press uh, a little bit and that was certainly his problem the other night um, uh, and Lokonga gave it away from the other one but against Brighton, they were definitely very fortunate uh, to draw oh, yeah. because they got absolutely bad. Bear in mind, that was a Crystal Palace without yeah. Zahar as well. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Um, could... although bear in mind, Jimenez didn't play for most of the game against us if we're playing that game. So. No. Um, yeah, but we didn't but have Bailey. We didn't have Bailey, Bailey though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah true. true. But they are actually unbeaten in five in the league and six in all competitions. So they've they've drawn their last two, but you know they've they've won a few before that. Um, so their shit position in the league is because they lost three of their first four um, games. So actually, their league form, I guess, has been patchy over the last couple of games, and they were maybe fortunate to pick up a couple of draws there when they could easily have lost both games. Um, but actually, they are unbeaten in. In beating in five, I, I, so. I think I think they've looked a lot better with um, Tomas is it Tomasu Tomasu coming in uh, yeah. right back mm. and Gabriel coming back in the fold. Uh, with that, well, the, although Tomasu did have a poor game against Brighton, he did, he did, he did, he did. He has Brighton. looked good. In he general. has looked general, yeah, generally looked very good. I think they looked I think better. Saka's injured, is he? Saka's out. I don't know yeah, why he, he got. Well, he got. Murdered. He did get injured in the game. I don't know if you. I haven't seen what was that? Was it was when McCarthy just volleyed him? McCarthy, yeah. McCarthy, yeah. I think Cashy's a doubt. Cashy's a doubt, isn't he? I don't know. Not sure. Anyway, you De- went off injured. Leg. I think it was a dead leg. Dead leg. Yeah, I th- hopefully it'll probably be. fit then. Yeah, I, mean, right. I saw some random tweet, and uh, I want I don't want to talk about. It. I've tried to stay off Twitter actually for the last few weeks, and I'm thinking of going not completely off it. But I did see a tweet. Someone said Martinez's dad isn't well, and he might be a doubt. And I don't know if that's true. Oh, yeah. it could be absolute bullshit. I read something. I did, I, see. I did see the detail, but someone said that he might be missing. Yeah. But yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, obviously, it's always hard when you're recording a pod before the press conference. But what can you do? I well, guess we'll see. We never know. It doesn't matter. No, press conferences no, don't matter anyway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We, we, <laughs> the, the side of the day could be completely different uh, to what we thought it'd be anyway. Would you lads go with the um, given what we know about uh, you know what AJ just alluded to there about the um, Arsenal players not liking a, an energetic press? Do you think that we go Ramsey, McGinn, and Louise in there? I would. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah, Ramsey. I mean, there was a lot of criticism of the substitutions, wasn't there? But Ramsey actually did bring some energy when he came on. Louise looked tired. I didn't think there was an issue with with bringing him off in the camera. I actually thought at the time, oh, that's a sensible change. You know, we're two 0 up, we're comfortable. The camber's a bit gives a bit more protection in front of the back four. Yeah, and Louise Lu- was Lu- tired. Lu- Louise only arrived, I think, uh, three in the morning asked, the day before. He asked to go off, didn't he, Louise? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know. Oh, off, wasn't it? I, I was actually surprised that. that Louise started, to be honest, let alone the fact that he yeah, lasted exactly. whatever it was, 65, 70 minutes, which, yeah, which is more or less exactly. what Smith said. I mean, I thought the disappointing thing was Smith after the game, sort of, you know, he said things like, we didn't lose momentum. Obviously, we lost yeah. momentum. We went we went from 2-0 up to 3-2 down mm. in 10 minutes. That's a very clear change of momentum. But even before that, the 10 minutes before, you could see yeah. Wolves were starting to move it quicker. They were getting out more. They were, you know, going into the ascendancy. And uh, I don't think the subs were going to change that in either direction because they were just like-for-like like subs and, you know... Uh, he needed to change something with the system, I think, um, to respond to the way Wolves have changed the system. Anyway, we're not supposed to be talking about Wolves anymore. It's all right. Talk about, uh, talk about, about what you want, about mate. Talk about what you want. But talk about um, what you want. I, I mean, I, chest, who man. knows if Bailey's going to be? Fit. Who knows if Bailey's going to be fit or not? But I, I only from the bench, is. you'd think. Only from the bench. I hope so. Yeah, I, hope I think so. we need to find a way to get him in, though, and that is tricky in the playing as left wing Brave, yeah. very brave. I mean, I think we had Bailey on the bench. We'd win that game on, uh, without a doubt, uh, against Wolves, no doubt. Um, so that, that is a shame. But you know, every every team is, is missing players. It's just 
nature what about of the game. Troy Ore? What's, what's his situation? I don't know. Hamstring. He picked up an injury on uh, he picked up an injury on I mean, international he, he cannot so. he cannot play in uh, five three two or three five two, can he? There's no. <laughs> he's actually no. he's actually he's actually he's actually played the right wing back in a five three two for Leon. Has he? Yeah, but, quite a few well, games. Well, how did they get on that, in that game? Or the game? I don't know how he got on. I don't know how he got on. I don't know how he got on, but he has played well. There. I remember when you know when we, you get linked to a player and you you know you see what all of the uh, they're saying and on the basis of his performances at wing back, I think uh, Leon fans were quite happy for him to leave. His yeah. good performances for Leon were all further up the pitch, so I, I don't I don't. Think so. I remember one of them saying, um, "Thank you for the money. I hope you buy him a football brain too." <laughs> which you can kind of say which you can kind of say so he's all no, I think I think he's quite I think he's quite I think he's quite an intelligent footballer he just uh, yeah. doesn't well, always, doesn't always it, use I think it. it's that his brain doesn't always sort of speak to his feet yeah maybe yeah yeah but I, I, I mean I'm curious curious yeah but I, th- I think I think, I think he's, right. he's, whenever he's played this this season I think he's been Excellent. I just, um, I just, but he hasn't really I, I had too much of an opportunity. I would him as our right um, wing back. <laughs> no, no, I would, I would never play him right wing back. Never, never. I'd play, um, I'd play Dino there before I play Torre. <laughs> to be honest, um, Carl, your sorry, your prediction, mate. Before we move on, two-one um, Villa. I missed twenty-seven nil. Yeah, this is this isn't the game for it. I'm not bringing. I can't no. bring it back. I'm looking forward. I'm looking oh, forward to that. It might it might, back, it, it I'm looking forward to that. When, when's the Norwich game? <laughs> <laughs> would, would you bring House back? Um, um, I wouldn't. I, I would. wouldn't personally. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I did think. I did think. I did think. was wasn't very good, um, but I wouldn't bring him back for this game. Uh... I don't know. I've been. I've mainly bigged up to Anzebi, haven't I? So maybe I should be consistent. I thought. I did think he had a poor game, uh, but I think overall, in a three, he offers. He offers more. He's better. He's generally he's better with with the ball. And where warehouse is really good is against big, strong aerial threat. Yeah, that's where I'd prefer him. And Arsenal don't yeah. really offer that. At yeah, all. agree. So, um, you know, Fair enough. If you've if he fucks up, then uh, if he plays and fucks up, then me and Omar are going to hear yeah, about it I, next week. I don't think I'm he sure. can be as bad. He can't be as bad with the ball at his feet. And and when he tried to clear the ball and he just sort of fell over, I mean, that was really awful as well. But I, yeah. I think it's, it, he's had one to forget. We all have them. They all have them. Hopefully he'll improve. But personally, I thought House was very unlucky to lose his place. <laughs> yeah. No, no, oh, I yeah, I, de- I definitely agree. House has not let anyone down and has been excellent when he's played and all of that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not disagreeing with, with that. But uh, I, I do think in general, Twan Zebi offers more, mm. um, even if he was poor the other day. But he was far from the only one. Have I mentioned that I'm still really pissed off about uh, the Wolves now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm really pissed off. I'm generally really, really pissed off. I'm the same I'll tell you, when I, knew, I'll tell you when I knew it was... I tell you when I knew it was bad as well was uh, when concert came out at one point uh, out towards the right to try and uh, challenge Triore and went in with like the massive hoof to try and go through it totally unconcer like and Triore yeah. just went past him and I just like that's yeah, if concert's yeah. doing that yeah. if concert's getting dribbled past can I can I mention trouble. one thing about that game that we haven't mentioned yet and um, you know that super world class would have been the best goal anyone's ever seen Triore run in the first half did anyone believe yeah. he was going to yeah. score even when he was claimed no. for no. <laughs> no no I didn't I, mean, I didn't this is going wide <laughs> or to say he's not scoring this Straight I've never I've never been so well. convinced you, that someone watch, was going to miss if you watch the if you watch the replay he's trying to aim in the bottom left hand corner <laughs> yeah. if you look at his face and the way he's trying to hit the ball he's trying to aim in the bottom left hand corner he ends up hitting it to the right yeah. Yeah. Straight out of Martinez. Would, I don't understand. He, he wouldn't have scored even if Jed Steer was in goal. No, yeah. wouldn't. <laughs> That's saying something. Mm. Ouch. Um, Ouch. Right. Ouch. Uh, quick predictions. Oh, well, you know. Quick predictions, Sam. 2 0 Arsenal. AJ. I'm going to go 1 1. I'm going to sit in the middle on the fence. Right. I, I think we're going to win. I'm going, so uh, I hope we win. I'll be cheering oh, on, yeah. but I'm just pessimistic. About Friday night. Yeah, yeah. It's always a way after you you, you lose after being two 0 up and losing three two, which by the way, as Carl mentioned, he's pretty pissed off about. Yeah, yeah. Um it's is you're always gonna be pretty negative, I think, going into the next game. 
in terms of your... I just think it's the way it's going to be this season. I think it's going to be frustrating. I think until we figure out the best mix of players and the different options and all of that, I think we're going to have some good games and some some bad games. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully, we'll just edge a bit more into the good territory and maybe it'll be a bit of the opposite of, of last year where we start to figure out our best team and we start to get the best out of Buendia and Bailey gets fit and all of that and then please get the fit. second half of the season maybe it's, please get fit Leon if you're listening <laughs> just tick the right boxes this time Leon please I'll send you I'll send you a pen in the <laughs> yeah. post Leon if you give me your address I will send you a pen full of ink tick it tick it I'll give him one of the I'll give you one of those old Parker, Parker fountain pens with, with spare ink you know, you can uh, plop it in. Uh, Omar, use that. Omar, you didn't say what score you think we're going to win on us. Uh, uh, oh, two one, two one, two one, two one, two one. Bailey, Bailey Brace. Oh, oh. fucking hell! That's, I mean, is it uh, come off the bench? Just to say, uh, Emil Smith Rowe is definitely going to score for them, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. Kiss, kiss, no doubt. Kisses Arsenal um, badge. Yeah. Wanker. Right, wanker. Bastard. Right, let's move on to the Villa Walt. <laughs> Right, lads. Samuel, so, yeah. to you, mate. Go cheers, for it. Cheers, mate. So uh, I've been a bit inspired by um, the Fever Pitch documentary, despite the fact that Villa were barely covered in it. Um, so I'm taking us back to the first ever Premier League season uh, for today. Ooh. Okay. So the, the the fixture at the Highbury Library, um, uh, it happened on the... Uh, let's have a look now. So it happened on... Uh, Monday the 12th of April 1993 um, the, the attendance was absolutely pitiful uh, a mere tw- that was that was typical in the yeah, 90s yeah I know yeah. 90s. Even, even at Highbury though when they had terraces yeah. no, it, was, it was bad nights on a Monday night on a Monday night nights well. were bad though Come if on. you look at some of Villa's attendances in in those games in the early 90s they were quite bad quite surprisingly yeah, bad were bad it's, you know just remember what it was like in the 80s you know, yeah it was bad times Go on, anyway. go on, Sam. Um, and uh, let's let's hear from you guys what you think the score might have been. Hey, we were good though, weren't we? I mean, we finished second, despite Fever Pitch documentary not mentioning us apart from once. Uh, you know, when the the actual story of that season was us when, on the league, and we what month was it, it at the end. Sam? April ninety three. Oh, so we'd already lost April. Yeah, we'd, we'd already lost. Yeah, we were already. Title, I don't remember. This is this is about when I started watching Villa. So that was my first proper we season. Had, by then, one um, nil, Villa. Correct, one nil. No. Oh, right. oh wow! Well, that's that was a guess. That was, I was, that was a guess. Who do you think was the, who was the goal scorer? Ninety-three. David uh, No. Uh, no, I don't think he was playing for us. Atkinson. Atkinson played, but he didn't score. Saunders. Nope. Saunders played, didn't score. York. Nope. Didn't play. Midfielder. Daly. Tony Daly. Daly. Tony Daly. Tony Daly, correct. Whoa. All right. Nice. So let's see if you can do the uh, the first team then, lads. Uh, quickly, just on that, quickly, just on that. Just, just on that. Tony yeah. Daly, by the way. Yeah. At that era, that sort of late 80s to early 90s. Unreal. I didn't really get to see much of him apart from that sort of half a season that season and the season after and then in the Coca-Cola Cup final. But I used to watch a video of the, uh, was it the Pain and Glory of Aston Villa? I don't know if you've ever seen that VHS tape where it was like a, no. it was like a review, not a review of the season, but it was like a look back at the last few seasons from, and it was like a full, the full match, the full 94 Cup final was in that tape as well. But they had a bit on Tony Daly to, uh, it was like a montage of Tony Daly clips and he just, I was just like, what mm. player this guy is? Yeah, He's incredible. Unreal. How and much did he be worth? To, Gabri- Gab- Gab- to Gabriel Dreams was the uh, was the soundtrack the, as well. Oh, yeah. perfect, perfect a, room. This might be a this this might be a bit harsh, but he was a tiny bit of Dolly it, well, I was just, in the sense uh, that he is is. His final uh, ball was not always what it no, what it, it could I was going to say, he's the player that Adama Traore sort of dreamed of being. In that <laughs> Traore just has no end product ever, except very occasionally he he does. It was it was a bit like Tony Daly was it was hit and miss, but 
you know, it, it, it was a yeah, much it was, better hit yeah, rate it was than better. Uh, Traore was. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. used to love him. Like when, and he used to like, he used to go like gay, like six games in a row where he was having absolute stormers, and then he'd miss. Like he'd then be rubbish for um, ten games or something. But I did, I did love Tony Dale. Got a good few England caps in the sailor. I'll tell you what. Yeah. He's, uh, he's absolutely ripped. Yeah. Oh, he looks he great, doesn't he? He, he really does look fantastic. Yeah. He's, t- he's terrible on commentary. Oh, he's yeah, absolutely he's awful shit. on commentary. He's so bad. He's so... I love him. I love him as a player. I've got great memories of him. But he's terrible. Terrible commentator. Can, terrible. I, can I slag off someone who we, we shouldn't... No, I'm not slagging him off, but Ian Taylor, when he commentates on the youth team, is really <laughs> fucking harsh. <laughs> Really is he? To them. Yeah. Oh, calm down, Tails. Fucking hell. He's only 12. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, let's go through the team then. Uh, right. Carl, give us the goalie. Uh, Spink. No. Bosnich. Bozzy. Bosnich. Right. AJ, give us a, give us some other defence. Uh, Earl Barrett. Yeah, correct. Well, well in. Uh, Paul McGrath. Well in. Uh, Sean Teal? Yes, erstwhile uh, Carl Knight beta on social media. No, yeah. it was me. It was, oh, was me it yourself? that beta on social media. What can you say? Yeah. You didn't know anything about football or something? I think it was when I was once saying Tom Cleverley had had a decent game and he uh, he told me I didn't know what I was on about, which, you know. Well, the joke's on him. <laughs> the joke's on him with all your stats. Yeah. The, the the original uh, Villa player with impressive calves, wasn't he? He was yeah. the he was, he was the original one. Yeah, he used to great calves. tash as well. Great tash, great tash. Great tash. Lovely Where did tash. he come from? Great he tash. came from some non-league somewhere or other for about 50, fifty quid, didn't he? Uh, no, uh, no, uh, Barnsley or someone like that. Um, hmm. He didn't come from Transmere. Obviously, he scored the great. Um, Header against Tranmere in the semi-final. Talk Maybe. amongst yourselves. I'm going to look. I'm going to look it up where he came. I'm doing it. I'm doing well, it for what, you. What? Doing oh, you're it for doing you. It. Came from Bournemouth. Great, Bournemouth. Great Bournemouth. Hosting. Bournemouth. They're not Bournemouth. non-league. I suppose they were crap back in the day. Weymouth. 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 Southport. Yeah. What I was um. Def- what I was going to say is, did anyone ever watch the season review of the, the year we won uh, the League Cup against Man U? And he talks about that yeah. goal um, against Tranmere, and he says something. Like really casually racist, but oh, no. he meant it in a kind of nice way. But it's just like even then, when I was watching it, I was like, "You can't, you can't what did say, you say? That, It was something about when I got up, I thought I was going to get mugged with all those black players around me. <laughs> what? Listen, that's not casually no, racist. This was yeah, that's just no, racist, it racist. That's just racist. It what I meant was, he, he meant it as like, uh, like they're my mates. In, in, a, in a very Ron Atkinson, he can't be racist because he used to pick some black players in, uh, to play for him. But, well, culture, yeah, no. culture comes yeah. from the top, I know, but it? I used to yeah. want, I mean, oh, like, even as a 14-year-old, I was like, you can't say that, short. But they, oh, kept, yeah. they kept it in the video, the official video. I want to watch that. All right, so who are we missing? We know Daly, Atkinson and Saunders are in. So we're missing a full-back. Staunton, Staunton. We've played a back three there, right? So there's two wing-backs. Steve Staunton. Steve Staunton. you've got one of them. Who was the other one? One of the centre-halves. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He played left midfield, didn't he? I'll be really surprised if you get the other wing-back. Did Steve Froggett play wing back? The only one, Brian the only other defender no. we had there was Brian Small or Neil Cox. Neil Cox, Omar, you're, you're smashing. Oh, oh, great shout, Omar. Brian Small came uh, on. Right, sub. so we're missing three mid, three midfielders. We need, do yeah. we? Yeah. Richard Richardson's got to be playing there. Brilliant, surely. Ta- Townsend, or is it too early for him? Too early. No. Yeah. Who else playing. play midfield? Richardson. Richardson. Oh, you said that. Um, we've had, him, uh, said him. that. Ha- Gary Parker, Gary Parker, Houghton, Houghton, well in. Gary, Gary Parker, was he playing? Ha- no, and then two up front who have said Atkinson and Saunders. Yeah. yeah, Brian Small came on as sub. Well, right. um, so, talking about Brian Small on. coming on as sub, I remember um, we had three subs once, and it was Spinks, Cox, Small. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, look, Arsenal, right? Who, who was in goal for him? Seaman. Seaman. Correct. Right. The back four. Mm. Adams, Bold. Winterburn, uh, Dixon. Winterburn. Keown. It was Keown, Adams, Winterburn, Dixon, right? They seem yeah. to think on, well, I'm not sure about their formation, they're saying it. 
there were a couple of really crap midfielders from the 90s that played for Arsenal. Eddie McGoldrick. No, another one. Anders Limpar. Uh, no. Mason. Think, I think, <laughs> think about the bloke who... Um, Ray Parler. Steve Morrow. Steve, Steve Morrow. Morrow. Steve Morrow, yeah. Tony Adams yeah. dropped him, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, and then the other one, Ian Selly. Remember him? No. No, don't remember. Ian Selly, yeah. yeah. And then Merce, of course. Yeah. Um, they played yeah. three stri- They played three strikers. Who were the Alan, three strikers? Alan, Alan, Alan Smith. Smith. Alan Smith. Yeah. Ian Wright. Ian Wright. Yeah. Kevin Campbell. Correct. That's quite an attacking lineup with wow. Merce on there as well. I'm fucking done on one now. Yeah, oh, we smashed it this week. We absolutely smashed it. Parlor it turns out up. I'm better at remembering. I'm... Turns out I'm better at remembering games I didn't yeah. watch because I was too young <laughs> than ones that I was actually at. Well, that's. I, I think that's my era when I, I, I just like studied everything and every player, so I took yeah. more notice. Got, ma- got all the stickers. Had all the stickers. Like, if, you, yeah, if, yeah. if you ask me anything about the O'Leary years, not a fucking yeah. clue. Not no. a clue. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah. Or Neil. Really Didn't know that we, game, you were, so. we were half cut every Saturday. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Nice one. I like that, Sam. Good uh, early 90s trivia there. Yeah, good or, stuff, I love early 90s yeah, trivia. Let's have, more, let's have more early 90s. We should, we should play the random future. 90s footballer game as well at some point. Oh, like with the... The, 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 the more Ian random. Col- Ian Culverhouse. Yeah. Ian Culverhouse, yeah. Ian Shelley's a great one. Yeah. I don't remember him. And the Limpa was another good shout as well. But yeah, yeah. thanks. That was good. Excellent, no, Sam, as always. Cheers. Right, boys, um, good pod. Enjoy that. Good to be back. Great stuff. Good to chat things through. Mm. Good to get it off our chest. Um, I will try and get a, a post-match rant. Rant, rant, rant. Um, I'll send you a voice game if you want, Omar, because I'll be at the game. Yes, that'd be good, mate. Yeah. If you could do it in the middle of the atmosphere like Danny did, then that'd be yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, Sorry, uh, atmosphere at the Emirates. Hey. Villa fans. Maybe in the Villa away end. Maybe in the away end. Yeah. You don't. I assume you're sitting in the away end, Sam. So. I am, yeah. I managed to get an away ticket. Oh, if, and and if anyone's got a, uh, a spare ticket going, by the way, Chadzy's going on his Todd. Oh, yeah. Um, Chadzy, obviously, of, of the pod, although he hasn't been on the pod for a few weeks. Um, but he's uh, he's going on his Todd. So if anyone's... Uh, well, Sam, you can meet up with him if you want, actually. Oh, yeah. But um, if anyone's got a spare what ticket, did, then um, we've got a mate that wants to go as well. Did you speak to Chadzy after the game, mate? Because I feel like his... A positive outlook. Uh, we might we could have done with it today. He was um, like, he was the same as us. I was he? Yeah, I did speak to. Yeah, yeah, was that even got He was the same as us. He was yeah. Who was he, was he the same as us. He was. I bet he was still not angry though. Is he? He got over it quite quickly. <laughs> he was on a stag do at the time, but um, he said it ruined his weekend and he was pissed off and he couldn't believe he threw it away I mean this sounds harsh but and good was, and, he, and he, he wasn't on he said he wasn't on. he's always so he philosophical on. like he never wants to blame individuals which I think is laudable but also come on you know what that, that's not that is just that, that is just him right, he's, not... he's always been like that he's always been like that which I don't I, I'm not like that I don't think many people are like that but he's never in all sport he's ever played or competed in or whatever supported he's always been like that even the England cricket team he's like that mm. But yeah. Anyway, well, get, get him. Let's see if we can get him on next week, mate. Because uh, if we lose again, then we're gonna we're gonna need him. We're gonna need him. We're gonna need him. And I'm I'm gonna need him. I'll be honest, because I'm uh, not feeling too great uh, at the moment with all things Villa at the moment. Yeah. Um, but it's I mean it's not not like you know we're twelfth and we're you know we win the next two games we're a couple of points off fourth. You know, yeah, and we are gonna win the next two games. Come on. Come on, Villa. Yeah. Who've we got after Arsenal? West Ham. Shit. Oh. Tough, tough, <laughs> tough game. I might spare. I might spare ticket to that if anyone's keen. Um, because I, I, I don't. Not on the pod, Sam. Not on the pod. We'll get done. We'll get done. Season long ban. Season long ban. I won't accept it. Someone, someone, someone on Twitter tried to sell their ticket below face, below face value, and got done. FC support contact us urgently. <laughs> to be fair, he did tag AVC, AVFC support in his tweet. I know he did. I mean, that was, that was a school oh, by Schoolboy. Do you know what? Do you know what? What are they doing chasing someone who's trying to give their ticket away? Would they prefer an empty seat? Yeah. Yeah, that's my issue with it. Stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Oh, now right. I'm annoyed like again. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, good to be good. Good to be back. Um 
Good to chat with the guys again. We'll be back, like I said. I'll try and get the post-match run out this week, um, get the guys to, to give their thoughts. Sam hopefully will do his as well. I'll get Chadzi maybe to do his as well. And then we'll be back next week before the West Ham game. And then uh, I don't know who we've got next after that. There's another bloody international break coming up as well, which I, I it's getting ridiculous now. But boys, well, thank- the the, the uh, two two World Cups uh, World Cup every two years is gathering pace as well. So <laughs> yeah, that'd be a tr- that'd be terrible. It'd just be endless endless World Cup qualifying and uh, European. Be like a loop. It's going to be forever. Be like a World yeah. Cup loop, wouldn't it? Mm. Terrible. But anyway, thanks, boys. Anyway, thanks for listening. Please do subscribe and follow us on whatever podcast platform you're on. Please do follow us on Twitter at Villa Podcast. Albeit we've absolutely rinsed Twitter over the last few months of this pod, <laughs> and I, like I said, I'm I'm out of my I'm at my tether with it anyway. Um, but yeah, please do follow us because um, we put all our all our promotional stuff on there. Uh, this pod is sponsored by MeBay Digital. Please check them out. I'll, I'll tag them in as well. Local based business uh, focusing on web marketing and design. Um, and yeah, apart from that. Thank you for listening and up the villa. Up the villa. Up the villa. I love it. Manu bahut changa lagda.